Dress it up and make it real for me. It's the Mallory Bros podcast. You hear the music, I don't even gotta say too much. <laughs> you know the vibes. Whatever that fucking man. Dirty soda and stuff, Spend a day to get my mind blown. Dress it up and go to NASA. 200 miles on the dash. Got a roller pound up a gas. Switch the lanes in the Grand Rapids. We the one that kept it cool with all these niggas till these niggas start acting. Shoot a nigga like a fan. And we're 90 weeks consistent, baby. 90 weeks. We ballin' like the Marsh Madness. All these cops shoot a nigga tragic. I don't wanna live in lavish. Like I'm playing for the Mavericks. I don't want it for the bitch. Who knew by now we had something so special? Dirty money in the cook. 45 by my good. We young nigga in the cook. Take you out for some joints. Countess money, no rush. I'm on the one way flushing. Loud packs, smelling mustard. These fucking police can't touch me. These bogus police can't touch me. These fucking niggas can't touch me. Apply the pressure with the VBS. I drive the phone like it was a ship. Drive the phone like it was a ship. Lift it up and go to an offset. Fuck a cougar like she holly pair. Future hits is dirty, spying legendary. I'm gonna tell you. I think that's the best song that he ever made in his whole career. I don't think he has a song better than that except Honest. Except Honest? Honest is it, bro. That's my shit. You got that? That's actually blasphemous to put over March Madness. Honest. <laughs> put Honest. I don't know why. Just for <laughs> me, when it came out, don't tell that girl. <laughs> and this nigga been saying that for a long time. I've been, I've been saying that for years. For years. All right, let's get it. It's the Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 90. Uh, whoever thought we would have done something so special, man. 90 weeks consistent. It's very special. It's the last episode of season two. Yes, sir. Uh, if y'all don't know, our, our seasons are 45 episodes, 45 weeks long. Yes, sir. No breaks. Uh-huh. And then in... And it's the T.J. Watt episode. T.J. Watt? Okay, yeah. I mm-hmm. like that. Julius Peppers episode. I like Julius Peppers. My home, hometown kid, Montez Sweat episode. Turn up. Yo, his, he, he ran a 4, 6, 8 in the 40. I did not know he was that fast. He's a dog. We knew he was a dog. That's why we, that's why we grabbed him. We knew he was watching. Two baddies and one trick pony. <laughs> that's crazy. He's better than a lot of people on y'all line, including he, Chubb. No, including he, Chubb. Chubb is Chubb. Let's is, not talk. We're not Chubb is injury prone, so he can't hey, even look, stay healthy. We 90 weeks consistent. Episode 90. Y'all know that means a whole lot to me. Uh, that's crazy. It is. 10. That's, that's, I'm not even about to try to do math, but... I think it's a milestone. Last episode, season two, I told Terrell, next season, or maybe not start, because this week Terrell could tell you, I was kind of in a frenzy. I'm like, something, something, something. He was trying to something, figure out something, something special. I something. said, man, let's just get up there and do what we let's do. Let's just, yeah, let's just take the momentum in the, in the season three. But we, we do want to say we're um, we happy to be getting back to some music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me and Terrell I started with music, and we intend on staying there. And I felt like it got very foggy as far as... Far as us do, us doing music videos, so yeah, it sure. just feels it good to get back good. to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it feels good to be posting some music back on YouTube. Believe it or not, shout out to the people who support us on 
Patreon, y'all the realest nine. Yep. Um, but also shout out to our huge community on YouTube that are finally gonna be able to see some music videos drop. Yeah, for sure. Uh so yeah, just progression, man. We got a lot of stuff coming in March. That's why we started with March Madness. So we ready to get lit. Yep, and I'm always gonna get on here and, and, and promote that Patreon. Get that Patreon, man. We got some real special things for at not even just March, but in terms of like the next mm-hmm. going into the spring. <laughs> Turning up, yeah. And I be looking at other people's Patreon, and I just feel like people be taxing like shit for Patreon. So real, tell me about a whole bunch of people Patreon. I and told Terrence. People be Terrence. charging fifteen dollars a month. I told Terrence. Hey, our That's, shit is only three dollars a month, and you're gonna get all of our shit. Right. And I the, feel like damn, fifteen dollars a month for y'all videos. What are y'all doing? Y'all, <laughs> I'm paying more for y'all than than Disney Plus. <laughs> That's in the words of a, of a man named Darrell Jones. My shit is real. My shit is raw. My shit is authentic. And you can't spell balls without putting that off in it. He got one of the best slogans in battle rap. That is. We're not going to start with battle rap, though, because a lot of people don't watch. Right, this but, nigga uh, sitting here looking like his first name is Geechee. <laughs> 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 this nigga looking real shiesty sitting next to me. Okay, but what'd you look like? This nigga got this from the Rodney Baby Boy collection. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got this from the Rodney Baby Boy collection. He was shifting through his closet. Okay, boy, what you look like? Speaking of 90s, you look like an Indomitian suit ankle. This nigga looked like he mad at a four-year-old sport. Yeah. Look, this nigga was sitting there mad and shit. He wasn't Built getting no ass little, from his look. mother. Built you a fort, nigga? Built you a little fort, cuz. He kicked that joint over. I fucked that up. whole joint up. He should have stabbed his ass with a fork. But all right. Um, did you want to start with Euphoria? Fuck it. We getting right to the shits. That's at the top of my list. You want to start with, on Euphoria? Yeah. Okay. I think Euphoria... I'm sorry. Let me just start here. Euphoria's finale was this past Sunday, along with a lot of other things that happened this past Sunday. CND. <laughs> <laughs> I slipped that one. <laughs> we leaving it, too. I'm rolling. <laughs> but it definitely finished a, a... I'm sorry. It finished as HBO's second most viewed show after Game of Thrones. Don't know if you knew that. Yep. I mean, just for viewership, we're not talking about... Really? But viewers, viewership, and look, stuff like that doesn't really surprise me with it being 2022, with a lot of people being more dialed in. You know what I mean? It was harder when we was all having to tune in. HBO got them numbers. I'm sorry. Game of Thrones got them numbers, and we was tuning in on HBO. That's true. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are watching on the app. HBO Max, it's lit for them. We can't really give... That's you know? true, yeah. The streaming era has definitely changed. I mean, records are made to be broken. It makes sense, though. They have a super huge following. Everybody's watching it. Yeah. So. That's why when they say, more, the most people that ever watched the Super Bowl, I'm like, yeah. I mean, we're, aren't we growing still? You know? Well, yeah. If, sure. no, if less people watch the Super Bowl, it, like every year they'd be like, this is the most watched Super Bowl of. And you know what's crazy? It's different, though. It is different in the sense that back in the day, if The Wire came on at 8 and you had to work, you couldn't come home and just go to an app and hit play because it came out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So viewership has changed, but that's just the benefit of technology. Now we can give people more opportunities to watch. So yeah. So we can't really say, oh, well, it ain't the... So that just reminds me, look, back in the day when, when I, I was young, young I'm not, not a, a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. This nigga wasn't hip. This nigga, I had to speed him up. Hey, look. <laughs> he's sitting here looking like he's fresh off the set of American Gangster. what are you like, gangster? Boy? Look at you. You was, the, you was the extra for Idris character. You got on two. Yeah, yeah. What, what is he telling this there? You gonna shoot me right here in broad daylight? Broad daylight. Shot his ass. Yeah. Popped his ass and went. Remember he pulled, Nigga pulled out the salt on the plate. Nigga looked like a uh, cinnamon toast crunch. You look like cinnamon toast crunch when it been in the milk for too long. 
right, you man. said fuck it, I'm done with this. What do you look like, boy? You look like you. <laughs> I was gonna say something real fucked up. I wore this essential sweater. This my my sister got me this sweater. This is the most comfortable sweater that I got, y'all. The mm-hmm. most comfortable joint. And I don't really want to wear it out nowhere. I just want to wear it in the crib. I said episode ninety. I'm getting comfortable. I'm ridiculing comfy. me about. I don't what really I got wear. a haircut letting my hair grow. I said fuck it. We going with the scruff look for the last episode of the season. Right. Yeah. Nigga look like a Rottweiler. Rottweiler. Hey, look, real quick. Big shout out. <laughs> to tell somebody they look like an uh, animal is just funny, period. <laughs> but look, uh, shout out to the people that's working. I want to give a big shout out to everybody that listens to this podcast to get through tough times, working, they whatever shift. you're doing for your pastime. I was just telling Terrell, don't y'all feel like there's nothing to fucking watch on TV? What the fuck? Man, y'all missing it. I sit down with a plate of food and I'm saying, damn, what am I watch? I don't got nobody's vlog channel. I don't got nobody's stuff. And that's why I tell Terrell, uh, can we get to it? Because I feel like we need to be not that there ass. for people to watch shit for when you go in, you know what I'm saying, get your food. Because I swear, my biggest gripe has been sitting down and just eating in silence or just, I'll, look, I'll sit down with my food. Food done got cold because I'm sitting there looking for something to watch. I'm like, damn, this can't be life. You Not know really. how you got that show? I don't mean to cut you off. I'm going to let you go. No, you good. You straight. You know how you got that show and you in the middle of your binge and you know you can just sit down and watch the next episode? Man, that's a bliss right there. That's true. Because when you don't have it, and I was going to ask, my question to you is, there's hella shows you haven't seen that you can watch. Yeah, but you know how you don't want to start a show because you know that, well, for me, I don't want to start a show because I don't want to give it my all yet. But I know if I do watch it, I got to give it my all. Some of y'all can watch a show and just sit there on your phones, sitting there looking at it. I can't okay. do it. I can't. I don't know. I'm, right, I'm in the middle of, uh, of Oz right now. And I think I'm on season four. Season four, ten. Season four, like episode ten. But bro, You look like you used to be in Oz and then you made it out and now you got money now and got a job. <laughs> You used to be in the jail system. Now you made it out. That joint, you know what? I, and I always tell people, I thought Oz was about like some wizardry shit. Just because of Oz. I don't man. know why. I didn't yeah. think it meant Oswald State Penitentiary. So when I figured that out, I said, all right, bet. Let me go and watch the joint because it's an HBO classic. I never seen it. Is it called The Oz? No, it's just called Oz. Oh, they be saying, oh, yeah, they, they sent him up Oz. Yeah, they sent him well, up Oz. Well, Oz is the jail. Do they call There's it Oz? There's like different, like you could be in Gym Pop. You could be in M-City. M-City is like the... Where they at, where everybody is. Bro, there's so many people that are in so many different movies that show up in Oz. Yeah, Oz is like that chopping block for real. Like that starter pack. Yeah, that joint. And, and bro, number one, I love HBO. So I said, you know what? I'm about to knock out every HBO show. I got to watch Succession. I, I still don't watch Succession. Ah, yeah, like, turn up. Turn up. I need to Succession watch that. Succession just took, up, took home And some, you're uh, slipping because that's like one of the best shows out right now that you actually watched that you just stopped watching. It's actually like what I just said about like giving it your all, y'all. Trust me. If I'm going to watch it, I want to give it my all. And since I'm watching, what was I watching? I forget what I was watching. I'm checking out a couple movies. You was watching, watching that, uh, the, the We Are All Dead or some shit? All of Us Are Dead, the, the, the Japanese zombie joint. I was checking that joint out. But that joint, I don't know. I got like an episode left of that joint. But you're right. I don't know what made me slip off of Succession, but if you watch Succession, you know you got to fucking pay attention. You sit your ass down. Yeah. Pay attention. Look, the zombie joint, I'm like, damn, shorty got turned into a zombie. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I can do, a, do other shit. Yeah. But. It's the same thing with the, uh, with the crown, which I, I still got to catch up on that. Yeah. That joint was getting gritty. But um, back to um, Euphoria. Oh, damn. We did start with Euphoria. Uh, Euphoria finished up what was a trash-ass season two, Terrence. 
collectively, the season wasn't no good. He just wanted to start with you for it. Shit on you. I got, you. I got some hot takes. Um, it was it's a fun show, but if we compare it to season one, it's like all right, they just left too many plot holes in yeah. this season. Too much shit wasn't done. But fuck all the bullshit. The show's still great. Oh, but you don't want to talk about the finale? I mean, we can. I don't really give a fuck about the finale. I just wanted to, to fuck with you about one thing, because you said some shit that rubbed me the wrong way, because you thought you was right, but you really was wrong. What? So, <laughs> the other day you said Zendaya was the best performer in the show, so and then Storm Reed, and then Sydney Sweeney. The best actresses in the show for me. It's hands down. The best performances. Best performances, yeah. Zendaya. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say Storm Reed. All right. I said Storm Reed is the future. Storm Reed is the future. Her future bright. I'm telling y'all. y'all I'm, I'm a huge Storm Reed fan. I'm sorry. Yeah, Whatever. she's great. But uh, Sydney Sweeney. Right. Zendaya and Sydney Sweeney, the two best actor and performances in, in Euphoria, I would say. Let me just tell y'all. Fazco did his shit too. August, August Cloud. He killed He it. did his shit. Angus. Angus. Even yep. though he was a little rocky in the beginning with his accent, whatever he was saying. I oh, feel yeah. like they had a nigga talking like he was like off like, what's up, Lexi? Lean what's up, Lexi? Yeah. Like. <laughs> but let me just tell you, this is my hot take that Terrence isn't going to agree with. Zendaya, we all love Zendaya. We all love her. But she got completely washed this season by Sydney Sweeney acting. What? She got washed. Washed? Nah, you're Sydney wrong. Sweeney put on a master class this season. The girl that plays Cassie, she... She was the best performer this season, bro. Rue had one good episode. One. Was she like, I mean, like on an acting basis, which might win her the fucking uh, right. Emmy. But it's one episode. Sydney, she fucking killed it. The, the, every episode, the emotion that came from that girl, bro, I'm telling you. I'm not going to lie to you. She definitely is probably one of the, she up there. And, and what, for what she had to do this season, it was a lot. But come on, bro. Zendaya in one episode showed why I'm the top dog, why I'm on the poster. Man, I knew he was going to come over here and say I'm something about my, Zendaya. I'm putting on my hater cap, and I love Zendaya because I love Tom Holland, and I just love them. What? Let me just say. Tom look, Holland. We're not even thinking about his, we're not thinking about his ass. That's my man. We fucked with Zendaya way before Tom Holland. Y'all did. We, I, everybody did. I'm speaking for everybody. What you was definitely Zendaya, get on what here was Zendaya do doing before... She, what was like her first big famous Are you thing? Kidding me? What was her big thing after Disney Channel again? I don't remember. Zendaya's first big thing after Disney Channel. Damn, I don't even know. This motherfucker. We fuck, I fucked with Zendaya outside of what she did. I think Euphoria was the first thing I ever watched of hers, and I was like, damn, I'm fucking with her as an actress. But bro, we just fucked with Z Zendaya as a person, period. She ain't really did much of outside of the, her Disney Channel work, and then she got into the Spider Man series. That's where I started fucking with her. I get it. You AKA made it my man's Tom Holland. Nah, you made it seem like you fuck with her only because of Tom Holland. Nah, I said so, Tom Holland is my man. I fuck with him. So we've been fucking with Zendaya. I feel like Zendaya can do better than Tom Holland. Man. Let me tell you, this is where I got my hater hat on. Zendaya can do better than that. I she feel can. like since we love her, we kind of give her a little bit of a, a, a little advantage. Nah, she be killing it. We, we she be killing it, but we love her. Terrell, we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not. We love you, her, so we be amping her shit up. Like she killed it for she killed it. That episode she killed it. But to say she had the best performance in the show, we're not doing that. She had the best. All right, you know what? That is a we're gonna ask y'all. So we don't stay on this for too long. Who do y'all think had the best performance in Euphoria? Uh 
And I'm glad we're not really getting too deep into the finale and y'all can watch it without hearing spoilers. But yeah, uh-huh. I would say I think Zendaya walks with for what Zendaya has to do about being on drugs, dealing with her emotions while on drugs. What Rue do when she's not saying anything. That's those are the be- that to me, especially Zendaya, where she came from. Like you said, we're talking about Disney Channel. And yeah. she can go through this debt. I think give my good sister award. I think Sydney oh Sydney Sweeney could play Rue. Zendaya can't play Cassie. That's that's true. But also, guess what? Sydney Sweeney couldn't do plenty of Zendaya. Sydney Sweeney couldn't play Rue. We're not doing that. How could she? I feel like she could. So you could see Sydney Sweeney with uh, Jules. It would be weird to say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Zendaya is low key perfect. If she fits the up. role. Sure. You got her fucked up and you dress like Anderson Pack. We moving on. I got a lot of movie shit though. A movie and TV shit. First of all, <laughs> you definitely dressed like Anderson Pack. His uh blind but not blind ass. Is Anderson Pack blind? Or no. Not? What the fuck? <laughs> He's not blind. <laughs> what the fuck did you really think he was? Does he not act blind? No, he does not. Maybe what is your problem? Maybe I'm just tripping. I'm not a big Anderson Pack fan. I just know you dressed like him right now. <laughs> I love Anderson Pat. Shout out to him. This is a good question that I got for you. All right. Should you stop using things that were gifted to you once you start talking to somebody else? Yeah. Throw all that shit away. So, like, say, say your girl got, say your ex got you a dope ass uh, shower head, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, well, no, 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 no. You fine. That's, that's fine. Look, and then you meet a new joint. And then your new joint gets in your shower and she say, damn, this is the best shower head that I ever, <laughs> I ever been under. I never used it. I never took a shower this fire. Where did you get that shower head? Now you just like got to cough up. Well, you know, actually it was a gift. <laughs> and if you're an idiot, you'll tell her, my ex got me it. Nah, <laughs> y'all should be straight. But my thing is this. All right, you saying that, but like, will you... All right, I can tell you because I've been in a situation just like that. My reason, my I, thing is like I would say, nah, fuck that. If, if my ex got it for me and I'm just using it, fuck that. Look, I'm saying fuck that. Whatever, yeah, you know it's not a big deal until I start thinking about the, uh, the when you start thinking about the shoe on the other foot. That's when you really start getting your grip with shit because for oh, real, yeah. it's like all right, your girl using a, you know, my only issue with shit like that is clothing, teddy bears, and shit that has sentimental value to it like you wearing a nigga sweater i would never i would never forget in 2017 oh my god i've been through some bullshit you always gotta listen to this nigga's horror story 2017 i was dating this chick and she literally got on facetime with a fucking penn state hoodie yes. a big ass penn state hoodie hey mind you this is my girlfriend at the time yep and i said who the fuck's hoodie is that and look I don't remember where I got this. Bitch, oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Low I key. said, if you don't take that fucking sweater off and burn it. See? But now, damn, she was just using that to keep warm. Nah, because that's, that's different. Old. That's way different. Yeah. This is the thing. My girl now, I, I think her ex was, her, her ex's parent, her, one of her ex's parents was like a dental something. So she got hella toothbrushes from her old used to be in-laws. Yeah. Fuck it. And guess what? I'm not going to be like, throw all the toothbrushes away. No, because it's just a, that's different. If, so, if, you, if you go to your girl house, if you get a new chick and you finally, 
young niggas. You know how, remember the remember the first time you went in a girl room? Remember what that was like? I just always felt like I wasn't supposed to be in here. I never when I was in my young. When you I was never young. was in a girl room and felt comfortable. I always felt like I'm on some demon. I'm on some shit. yeah yeah. But you remember when you go in a girl room and you might see her bed and it would have like teddy bears and shit. Yeah, you gotta really think about that. Even fellas now, if I you would, go in a girl crib. Mm-hmm. And you go in her the room of her crib, whether you dating an adult woman or I'm t- not about to tell you to throw away. I'm not saying that, but look at the look at the teddy bears and just ask the question: Where you get this drink? Y'all still got teddy bears in y'all room? You a grown ass woman? You got a teddy bear? Terrence, in here first for what? of all, Terrence, first of all, that definitely happens. What do you think these girls do with these bears on Valentine's Day? Throw them away? No. Well, look, I'm not coming into a girl room and seeing a bunch of teddy bears on the bed. That's weird as shit to me. No, not a bunch, Terrence, but you might see one or two. Where's the green one from? Where did you get this one? I'm not doing all I'm of that. I'm not saying she can have a fucking Care Bear collection. Because this is the thing. Them teddy bears really not going to impact you unless you get on FaceTime and she's sitting there with the little nigga on her, on her lap. And you're like, <laughs> who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, you're right. I mean, like, your girl got a... Uh, well, you see? So if I, your girl had a teddy bear that she got from an ex, you would let her keep it? The old me would be like, throw that shit away. But now I'm like, honestly, when am I ever going to come in contact with this shit? If we and her move in together, nah, that motherfucker's going in the trash. You don't need it no more. That can stay at the house. Or, you know. So if your girl came to your house, you're not bringing that shit. I don't and give you a had f- a teddy bear nah, that not- you got from an ex, you think she would let you keep it? Nah. But I'll let it go, though. I'll let it go, too. So it should be both ways. It should be. The sweater thing, I feel you. Like... All right. Yeah, clothes, basketball shorts, all type, none of, all that shit is off limits. Even socks. The answer to that I have for this question, though, is nah. Should you stop using things that was gifted to you by an ex? No. I think you should still use it, unless it make your partner uncomfortable. Nah, Even for if real. it's like a spatula. If your girl don't like you using a spatula around because you got it from your ex, I mean. Yeah, and you got to be real careful, fellas, when you get into that one. Some shit. Anybody. Not even just the fellas, the ladies. Because what's more important? Your new partner's feelings or the value that you had in that? That's a Sometimes that value be up there. That's true. The value be up there if she gave you the most best shower head you ever had. And I'm talking about the shower head that you take a shower with, y'all. Not like actual shower head. You ever had that? Head in a shower? I honestly, I mean. It's the most overrated shit ever. Don't ever do it. I was just about to say, I would not even be looking forward to that. I, I got to retract back in my memory, but it wasn't nothing that I, I planned. Shower sex is overrated. <laughs> Remember you, yo, you a wild ass. <laughs> I want to get in the shower and Terrence I want you is wild. to. Nah, shower sex is wild if you have like a regular half bath type. I about to say you gotta have a half bath. Shower. You gotta have one of the actual joints with the bench or something like that in it. Yeah. If you hop, remember you was, remember you used to make the junk tents, you used to put your leg over the tub? Like, if you gotta do that, if you gotta step <laughs> over into a tub in order to get in the shower, y'all should not be fucking in that joint. Both of y'all not even standing on a flat surface. Both of y'all feet going <laughs> up like this. Nah, no way. All it takes is one zoop zoop. Won't zoop. And then look, that's ACL. You never know. She falling and hit your shit. Y'all, you have a broken hip and everything. Fuck that. That's I'm funny just, as shit. Unless y'all, and look, look, if you got the walk-in shower with the bench, all right. But yeah. Like, now we cooking with grease. Yeah, like, yo, bed right there. You know, I'm not about to get in the shower. Nah, I mean, but you got to switch it up. it up. I'm not saying you got to go straight to the bed, but y'all ain't got to do it in the shower. The shower, just the shower. The shower is a very hit or miss. You could, I mean, the bathroom to me is lit. It don't have to be in the shower, but it could still be in the bathroom. I'm with that. I mean, yeah. Like, if y'all go, if y'all go, if you take your girl to a hotel or something like that, cool. Showers are nice there. Or y'all go out, town, out of town on a vacay, 
cool. Don't just fuck in the bed. You know what I'm saying? You but you know what I think would be lit in a pool? In a I'll pool? I've had a, I've been <laughs> tough and I've been solid in a pool with a really? Pool. Yes. And I'm like, damn, this shit could definitely happen. <laughs> <laughs> this shit could go down right now. But that yeah, is, that is nuts. Pool. And you know what? When was that? That had to be high school, you nasty nigga. Nah, 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 nah. Come it on, high y'all. School. Time oh, for everybody out of the pool. He got me fucked up. This motherfucker was in a six. You was in a six flag wave pool with a woody boy. The nigga can't blow the whistle. Woo! Everybody out the water to clean the pool. You trying your hardest to stay in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get your ass. Get up. <laughs> Man, that is some stupid shit, bro. Alright, Troy. Come on, we walking to next. Well, I have a bunch of film and TV shit. Let's go. We don't gotta say that. We just running at it. That's who we is. Right, I mean, babe. we I had SAG Awards, NAACP Awards. Right. I, I want to make sure we cover all of that. Yeah. Um, but before we did that, I wanted to get all of the, the premiere shot away. So we had Snowfall that came back Thursday night, two episodes, and you tried to shit on it. Nah, see, I didn't want to come on here and, and shit on Snowfall, honestly, bro. I really didn't. I might not like what they have done with the new season, or I might not really... But I'm not going to get on here and shit on it. I'm sick of shitting on stuff. But you know what? Your critiques were pretty much everybody's critiques. Everybody's critiques was, who the fuck is this new chick that Frank all of a sudden is in love with? She's pregnant. We done never seen this chick before. Sorry for those who might not be, you know, caught up, but whatever. Right. Sorry. Spoiler alert. How does he know how to fly a plane? What, it just seemed like we just went from the last season to like two seasons forward. And I felt like this is what I told Terrell. I get it. We got a new season. All of the characters that we fuck with are back. However, what about everything and all of the stress from last season? The best thing about Game of Thrones is mm. all of the stress was right there when you came back. All of the current emotion was right there. You never came back and you just, somebody just dealt with what happened and moved on and they're at a new part of their life now. I was telling Terrell, in Snowfall, at least in the last season, it's like Frank was just so stressed. And I told Terrell, shit was going downhill fast. I felt like Frank should have seen more, more of a, yeah. I would say more, more bad for his messy business. Like, he should have seen more of a downfall, like a real slap on the wrist. Like, right. all right, bet. Let me really get my shit together because this is the lowest we ever been. I mean, he started falling out with his own team. He wasn't cool with Louis, wasn't cool with Rome. You yep. got Leon doing fuckboy shit. Yep. It's just a whole bunch of shit that I felt like happened last year that really means nothing to this new season, which is good for new watchers, but also makes people who are all automatically tied into the story just feel like, we got to watch the, the show and say, okay, I guess this is what we're doing now. Right. And you should never feel like that when you watch a show. So I'm not going to get too bad into it. A lot of too people deep. didn't like his new chick. I mean, I feel like she can act. but For sure. I, I don't have a problem with how she look. I don't got a problem with the way she act. I just more so have a problem with where the fuck did y'all find this girl? And why the fuck does Frank trust this chick? It, like Frank didn't just get played all last season. Why would he be all in love and for this chick? Ready to give her a personal equity stake. You giving her a personal equity stake? <laughs> Who is this chick? We just started watching her. We've been watching your black ass for four seasons. I don't even know what you just said. When you started doing the, the accent, I was thinking. <laughs> you don't remember what she said? This is the part that blew me. Sorry, y'all, if y'all don't watch. She said, you know what? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold up. <laughs> you about to do her voice? No, I'm just going to say what she said. She said, 
it was my decision to go with, with that building, and you trusted me with it. That's why we're going to be something. He said, that's why you're going to get a personal equity stake. <laughs> personal equity stake? Damn, you about to give her half your business? We don't even know this chick. We don't know her. That's what's crazy. We didn't even. When did y'all meet? Where did y'all meet? You just was getting ready to shoot Mel at the rehab and left her. So when she going to come back around, does your new chick that you in love with know about Mel? Did you meet her right outside the church when you left the cane in there with Mel? Right. Maybe she taught you how to fly the plane that you know how to fly. Because when did you learn how to do that? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you found your love in, in, a, in a perfect place. You feel me? Bullshit, writers. But you know what? We're not shitting on it. We're just talking about what happened. What happened. That's it. That's it. Hey, look, but we ready for Snowfall tonight. Tonight we yes. back with Snowfall. Yeah, I will 100% be watching on Hulu. But if I'm you don't watch it, in. Hulu, 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. I'm going to just watch it tomorrow on Friday. Yeah, really? That's kind of <laughs> If I don't be. catch it. But um, in that same token. Oh, no, that had, was yesterday then. No, it comes on Thursdays, Terrence. I could have. Oh, damn. We've just been doing the pod on Thursdays. No, nah, I thought Snowfall weeks. came out on Wednesdays. I was tripping. Last don't year it? it did. Mm, it might be out. Why would they switch? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, NAACP Awards was just after the premiere of Snowfall. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of read. It's kind of. I'm just going to be honest. It's, it's really tough to give credibility to the NAACP Awards because the awards seem so ridiculous. I got the winner's list. And I had it up, too. I, at least not the list. But. Y'all got to understand the NAACP Awards to me is a reflection of exactly how we view our film community. Like it, it's exactly how it's, a, it's our it's our mindset on display. Like we watched who win and I felt like, OK, I'm not going to shit on anybody who won. I felt like people who won, there's politics behind every award show, whatever. Mary J. Blige won Best Actor in a Drama Series. Let's go with that. Yeah, so I feel like we give a fuck about inclusion. Like, even when you look at the nominees, you got Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield are nominated for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. And I'm mm. like, damn, didn't we have a whole award season already with that movie? Yeah, that movie, yeah. So my thing is, is I would rather not have seen... I would rather not have seen a lot of the performances of a lot of the characters, but it be more true, you know, a more true award ceremony, a more true, like, not mm -hmm. just about who had the most buzz this year, but more so about like who really had the best performance. I felt like that's where you'll bring validity to the show. Yeah. The more we just give people awards, the same way we give BET awards, the same way we give... BET Hip Hop Awards and MTV Awards, where it's really just a popularity contest. Y'all really can't get mad at the value level and how people talk about and look at the show. Because we right there. I feel like that show, when you look at the ceremony, there's elegance in that show. Yeah. It, it wasn't just a shit show like previous BET Awards from, you know what I'm saying, from the past. Mm -hmm. I felt like people showed up and showed out. I just think we got to get there when it comes to actual, the actual arts. Saying, nah, he didn't have the best performance he did. I don't think that they made horrible decisions with the winners this year. I just do think that there's always a, 
there's always room for improvement when it comes to like the validity. And I think, but I think that does come with who they chose. Y'all are giving Method Man an award for acting. See, yeah. And we not that's not that's not a slight to Method Man, but we all watch the same TV. We watch the same TV shows. We right. all see the same performances all year of everything. Method Man and Power. Mary J. Blige, who is a fucking legend since 1994, a legend, her and Method Man together since the 90s are legends for music, but they just kind of really started getting their act acting chops together. And this is why people don't take the awards serious, especially where the next week you have SAG and then you have Emmys that already happen. Yeah. You going up against platforms like that, you're not going to be taken serious. Not at all. I don't know. Especially just, when we can guess what y'all going to pick. I like the idea of nominating black folks and giving black people the, the stages to win. Yeah. But at what point is the art important? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because low-key, we just kind of like have to piss people off. Yeah. Not, you know what I'm saying? I felt like we bring validity when we beat, when we keep it 100. You know? And I think we don't really have a lot of, we don't have a lot of work to, that could be thrown in, honestly, bro. If we're going to keep it, this is my, my general critique for the NAACP Awards. I don't think we should only include black movies. I, I think we should include primarily black with some of their movies. And if they show up, then they show up. If not, fuck it. Right. I think we should nominate everybody just like how the, everybody other um, award ceremony does. Exactly. And just be primary with us like how other award shows are. Right. And my like, Squid Game was the best show last year in terms of, you know, or had some of the most the craziest year. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's almost like not nominating pe certain people. It's like, all right, they are looking at everything. Oh, yeah. They might have read some backlash from that in the past, though. What? What if they nominate Squid Game, then they nominate, you know what I'm saying? Because they want to, I feel like this NAACP Awards wants to be a, a primarily like black show. For sure. But I felt like the NAACP has been the, had the same representation for years. Does anybody give a fuck about making it better? You know? Right. I feel like the step forward is it not just being about black people, but when you think about not just being only black people, but primarily black people. Right. I don't know. It's, 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 it is tough. It is tough because I, I, the, I get the image. I mean, I get the message. I get it. But... Some of the stuff is like, oh, okay. Literally just thinking in my mind, how can we bring more respect to that name? I honestly feel like you, I don't know if you can. 53 years, going on 54 yeah. next year. I say they just start over with, uh, with our joints. We got our joint on the way. OT Dubs, Mallory Awards. Yeah. <laughs> who wants a, N Look, who wants a fucking NAACP award? <laughs> you start, shit you start, <laughs> start shitting. shitting on them? <laughs> who wants a fucking image? Look, that's how we do. That is true. And we wouldn't do that. And we wouldn't do we that. We would not do that. If nope. I had my own award show, we would be front and center at the Image Awards. Right. And I would expect I would to see some of those same faces at our show. Right. Look, uh, <laughs> whatever her name is, Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> she not even there anymore. She's like an investor somewhere. Yeah. Me and Terrence were talking about how it seemed like the black celebrities, once they get to a certain level of fame, they just say, fuck all the black award shows and stop going. Yeah. Unless they're getting a Vanguard Award or something like that. 
And that's to that's to include everybody all the way up. We watched everybody do it. First it was like the Jay-Z's and Beyonce's. Then remember, look, Kendrick was at all the BET Awards. Soon as King Kunta came out, he was done. Gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, soon as they soon as people get like this, their world acclaim, they just stop going. Look, J. Cole, same thing. You was the backpack kid, happy it's, to be here, now you're not there. It's almost like you can you want to get as you want to get so famous that you're too famous for the BET Awards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's a shame because it's our award show. Because now you're seeing a lot of people who are famous but not famous at the BET Awards. Yeah, motherfuckers, we see on our TL Drewski and shit headlining the BET the Awards. BET Awards. You know what right. I'm saying? I can see why motherfuckers don't want to go. Right. Wait till the Grammy weekend. See if you see all these these uh social media influencers. Right. You won't see them. That's true. And watch how many black celebs. That ain't even nominated, show up. Facts. And so, shout out to the NAACP doing work for, you know, 100 years or whatever. Um, and have been running a successful show, at least for whatever. Yeah, man, they got 53 years. I wanna, I'm in no way trying to shit on them, man. Y'all know we love them. Just very critical because we wanna see improvement. And I feel like you talk to anybody else, what they gonna say? It was good. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I don't really have much for the SAG Awards. Um, what I will say, I keep telling people that Will Smith is going to take the Oscar. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people wanted uh, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, which I think he's my number two. But Will Smith is going to win all of the awards. It's a little bit of politics mm -hmm. in it, but it's also his performance. Yeah. He killed it. He and, did. And the fact that they fucked him on, what, what one did they, did they not give him? I would say that they screwed. This is Will Smith's first... SAG nomination in 15 years since his first one, which I could not tell you what it was for, but it was probably for Ali. And he lost Ali because they gave the award to Denzel for training, training day. And yeah. a lot of people felt like Ali, Denzel kind of deserved that. You know? Yeah. I loved seeing Denzel, I, I love seeing Will Smith win the yeah. SAG award over Denzel. And then Denzel was giving him mad love. Like Denzel shot right up, was clapping for him. Like Denzel a little bit older now. So like that was yeah. actually like, it was sure. respectful when Denzel was talking about, I mean, I'm sorry, Will said, whenever I'm going through anything, Denzel is the first phone call I make. You know how yeah. Denzel is like, yo, I'm in a crunch. Yeah, I felt I, like you could call him if you like, yo. Can you imagine being able to call Denzel man, Washington? That resource? But yeah. I was so happy for Will Smith. And I felt like, damn, it just feels like his life. His life is just like dope to see on display. Because mm -hmm. we've watched this man lose and win. Right. And I feel like even with Kanye, we watching somebody lose and win. And yep. I feel like that makes us more connected to them. You just see motherfuckers all day, win, win, win. I got this. I just made this. I just got this. And it's like, that's dope. But I'm taking L's on a daily basis. Like, if I'm being honest, I'm yeah. taking L's and it's dope to see that other people that you admire take L's too. I love to see Will Smith go through the entanglement bullshit and niggas laugh at him. But you then you go and win the SAG award. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Favorite to win the Oscar. It just look, goes to show that, oh yeah, I really do go through shit and can be right. successful. I think that's a it's vulnerability is always gonna be relatable. Yep. I think that's why people love to see Kanye not famous, trying to get on, because you can relate to that in some way. Whether you're trying to have a conversation with your family about your music, mm -hmm. whether you're a painter, don't matter. Same thing with people going through shit. Yeah, like People trying to talk shit about Kanye and what he's doing to Kim and how this is actually, people be like, this is actually like 
abused. And you know what? I'm not taking away from that. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about the, the people, y'all not blocking Kanye, though. You're not muting Kanye. Y'all are actually tuning into every post. Because I feel like even though it's crazy and chaotic, people can relate to, a lot of people can relate to that in a way. Sometimes seeing somebody acting that way towards somebody don't make you act that way, but it yeah. it makes you feel like your feelings are justified because you might have felt like you wanted to be that way. That's why I said like just L's on display to me are like just lessons. Mm-hmm. It like, is. It's reassuring. I think a lot of times when people get famous, you kind of take the human out of them. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, this or they sh- take the human out of themselves. Well, yeah. For like, what they show. Like mm. Beyonce. Be careful. I love her to death. Be careful. Be love careful. her to death. But even y'all Beehive can admit, it's like, damn, I wish that we had a Beyonce vlog one video. Or like, yeah. I wish I could just see Beyonce cooling it. Like, yeah. You know, just kind of cooling Not it just to know that, you know what? Man, Beyonce not making music. I know she at home probably chilling, maybe probably. Look, is it any of our business? No. Right. But neither yeah. is our shit. That's true. You show us all your glitz and glam. Sometimes we want to know that you eating a PB&J, just like us. Right. We want to know if you watching Squid Game, or if you watching uh, Snowfall with everybody. But I think at the same token, when you think about somebody that gets that famous, yeah. she probably lives a much more comfortable life than somebody like a Kim Kardashian or a Kanye that has to deal with the world knowing so much about you. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Everything that happens now, you gotta, it's all in the press, and people try to figure you out. We, I can't tell you what Beyonce does on a day-to-day. You know right. what I'm saying? We don't know where she is because she doesn't post anything except right now we get in Ivy Park and whoever birthday it is. That's it. She getting, she doing her, but, and then look, Beyonce, there'll be a picture that come out. Tina will post like a, she got on a, like a, a Instagram Snapchat filter or something. People are like, so she does have like a finster or something that we don't know about, but she living a completely separate life. So it's kind of like a, it's a, it's like a scale when you're famous. Yeah. Did you see the? Uh, do you remember on the on Genius Part Three, Cootie said that Kanye started acting different a, a little bit, and he said Kanye literally told him, "Yo, bro, it's not me anymore. I'm acting. Like yeah. it's it's who I have to be." And I felt like you could probably fall so far deep into that. Or the only time that we see you is that. Right. So that's who we know. So that's who we know. That's why people are judge you based off of what they've seen. Yeah. 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 And you know what? The shit that's happening with Kanye, like, it's a lot of people out here that do that. They just not famous. Man, we're not going to get Beyonce. We're not capping for Beyonce. You can post a Instagram story. And I know you probably don't want to, it's whatever. Nah, she could. She could but definitely post more. To make yourself more human and people. That's true. I feel like a little set, a little, yo, we chilling. Me and Blue. Man, we'll be dope. We, I would love that. From we her. would love this. It, it's but not even that. I, don't, I guess people could judge that, but like my thing is like, you're the biggest. You literally made a whole album about the issues in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be scared of nothing at this point. You made a whole, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no bullshit. But you know what, bro? Beyonce, like somebody had mentioned me in Beyonce. I think it was a single ladies video. It, might, it was either the single ladies video. Nah, I'm, my bad. It was the partition video. Yeah. Dude mentioned me and was like, yeah, I know you love Beyonce. She was fine. Look at that. Uh, uh, she had on that uh, this scene right here, 228. She was looking crazy. I wanted to be like, watch your fucking mouth. Yeah. <laughs> watch your mouth. I don't look at Beyonce that way. I really don't. Me neither. I really don't. I used to when I was younger back in college. But Yeah. 
now that I'm in the hive, for real, it's yeah. like, and I think it kind of comes from the fact that she don't really post regular human life shit. I have ascended Beyonce to a completely different level, bro. Me too. Like, all right. She's like royalty to me. That's just me that I'm high. Fuck y'all. And I like really respect Jay. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to be. It's just a very weird energy with, with, with that now. Now it's like, yo, why, yeah, it is kind of like, watch him out. Be careful, yeah. I don't even want you to mention me in this. How do I unmention myself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Delete that tweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to say, just to wrap up SAG Awards, though, uh, Squid Game made history. They did. First two. They were, they were the first two. Um, and honestly, what? There were so many great um, performances in Squid Game. But I do feel like the people who won definitely deserve their Oscars. Mm -hmm. Of course, the main dude, 456. Mm -hmm. I don't even know his real name. What's his real name? His he name was Lee Jung Jae. Him. Lee Jung Jae, 456. He killed it. I felt like he was supposed to win. Um, 0671. 0671. Her name is Jung Ho, Ho Yeon. Yep, and I follow her on the gram. She's dope. But the girl that is also in... All of us are dead. The girl who was her partner that dropped the marble. I don't know, y'all. Nah, she had. She didn't do as much as the other girl did. She didn't, and I felt like that's the only reason why this girl. But I'm telling you, that other girl got the real acting chops. I'm telling you. Both of them shouldn't have won over the chick that was messing with the uh the crazy ass the chicken squid chick. game that was having sex with the other dude on the other Man, team. And she killed it. She did, and that's gonna lead me to my final point on SAG. The best ensemble cast went to Succession. I felt like that was a political win. I'm sorry. Succession, I watched the show. I love it. Yeah. But to me, Squid Game only was as great as it was because that entire cast had to... Squid yeah. Game isn't a good story, period, without a great ensemble cast. Right. The fact that we were able to go from different characters into different situations on that episode four, bro... That fucking cast. Yeah. They, Think about yeah. the fact with the Indian dude and then the other one where he tricked him. You know? Yeah. Just even their two characters. The character you just named. The crazy one that had the tattoos. They had a, a brilliant cast that is the reason why that show was that big. That's right. Succession probably had a great season three or four or whatever that was. I'm sure, but... And I don't get I felt like Squid Game deserved that. Yeah. It's Squid Game. This is a show about a bunch of people, not just including a bunch of people. It has to have a good ensemble cast. It, right. For it to work. Yeah. And you know what? How does and there's this certain shit that doesn't make sense to me. The best male actor in a drama series went to Squid Game. The best male actress in a drama series went to Squid Game. How do they not also win best ensemble cast? Because people think that as a whole, the other one. Other nah, one fuck better. that, man. Yeah. That's like I got the best quarterback in the league. Best defense in the league, but best the best team award goes to the team with a better offense and an eye defense and an eye quarterback. Man, fuck that. It's fucked up. That's why I said it's political. I'm not going to sit here and say that they shouldn't have won. I do think, you know, the Academy will look at it a specific, specific way. The Screen Actors Guild will look at it a, a specific way. And I think everybody's voting amongst each other, right? I don't know. The Screen Actors Guild is voted on by your people that are, are that are by your peers. SAG after, yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, award season is dope. We got one more show, which is going to be the Oscars in February. No, wow, not February, but was it late? I don't know. Late March, I think early the Oscars April. Oscars got pushed back, right? The Oscars did get pushed back. 
And so I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. It sucked that the, um, what's the one that comes before? Oh, Emmys. They didn't even have a show. They just said, fuck it, everything online. I hope the Oscars don't do that. Me neither. Um, did you want to touch on, I had a topic we could go to if you wanted. Do you believe in social media breaks? And what is a social media break? You mean like, you mean like, like getting off of your socials? Mm-hmm. I, I was, believe in them. You believe in them? What you think? I put that, I feel like deleting your, well, I'll say this again. Deleting your social media apps off of your phone, to me, is not a social media break. To me, a real social media break is just not getting on your apps, on, on your phone. I feel like if you delete the apps off of your phone, you, you deactivate your Instagram, deactivate your Twitter, and you deactivate and delete these apps off your phone, I don't really feel like you're not, I don't really feel like you're fixing whatever problem that you would have. I've been on social media for a minute. Hold on, wait, what do you mean, though? If they got, if they got all the apps off their phone, what, they can't get on them. Right, but that's it. But you're not necessarily fixing your problem, I don't think. My thing is, if you have the, the app on your phone, and you just tell yourself, I'm not getting on social media for a week, and you can keep the discipline to literally not open your phone and just go to the app, you can discipline yourself by seeing it and saying, nah, not today, that's better than just trying to Delete it off your phone. Because you know what happens? You're going to end up getting all of your apps back, and then all of your bad habits or how you abuse it is just going to keep coming back around. That's why you see the same people who take social media breaks keep taking the same break. Or they keep always leaving. Or you're always deleting your page and coming back. You delete your page and come back. Yeah. Because for real, for real, that's not a social media break. It's almost like if you was addicted to cigarettes... And they stopped selling cigarettes for 30 days just worldwide. You know what I'm saying? You're not necessarily saying, damn, you know what? I'm off cigarettes. But yeah, that would help you, though. It would help. But this is the bad thing. You're going to be right back in the swing of it. You know? You didn't tell yourself, I'm not going to smoke cigarettes for a certain amount of time. You didn't build any discipline up here. Nah, I don't agree it was com It's completely taking it away from you so that you can't. That's just my personal belief. You could, I, I, and honestly, I would listen to somebody who said, nah, deleting it off my phone makes me feel better. Like, it forces me to not get on it. Well, I, used I had to, an argument with this chick for like five hours about that. Yeah? yeah? I used to be, I used to eat a lot, a lot, a lot of sweets. You remember I used to buy them little cakes? Yes. I, would get a, I used to get a birthday cake and it'd be nobody's birthday. I would get a little eight-inch, little eight-inch cake. Pause. How um, was that pause? I don't know. I just, New York niggas. Um, but... I would get a little birthday cake, and it'd be nobody's nobody's birthday. I would just, I would just, if I got a if I had a sweet tooth or a, a moment where I wanted some sweets, I would do that. I used to eat candies, ice cream, whatever. Not too long ago, I cut out sweets. Yeah, and I went on a sweet cleanse. First, it was like, all right, I'm gonna go one week or one month no sweets, cause I was going on this trip, and um, I was like trying to look my best, whatever. I was in, a, I was in a cut, but um, coming out of that. I don't eat as much sweets as I did before. I do still eat sweets. I just, since I went so long without it, because I ended up going two months, no sweets. And that's just 60 days. But in 60 but days, days, I still was real, able to not I mean? be so hung up on it. So I feel like you if you built, do, You built discipline. Terrell, we were sitting. Without, because I cut it out, though. We, you cut it out, right. You meant. I, I didn't just say, I'm going to get this cake, but I ain't going to eat a piece. Nah, what? That's see, torture. Nah, Terrell, but that's literally what you did, though. That's the discipline that you built. 
dog, I'll be sitting here and I make pancakes in the morning. I'll be like, Terrell, you want pancakes? He used to be like, man, I love some pancakes, but you know what? We not doing sweets. Yeah. Him and his girl wasn't doing sweets. Yeah. You you built the discipline by seeing it and saying, nah, I'm not gonna do it. What if I never made or brought any sweets ever? By the time you get back to sweets, it's not that you told yourself you didn't want it. And you I, haven't seen it. And I don't know if it's because I didn't have any, but I feel like you ate the most sweets ever in that too much. See? And look, now when I you go back any. to it, imagine if you hadn't seen any sweets. When you would have went back to sweets, you'd be a fiend. You just haven't seen it. That's my thing. Like with IG, Instagram, you feel like you stuck on these apps. Man, I'm just sitting there scrolling on the app. I'm, I got to delete that shit. I'm just scrolling. You delete it. You wait three months off of Instagram, and you say, damn, life is good. I'm going to get Instagram back. And guess what you're doing? Scrolling. And you have the same problem. And in a month and a half, two months, you're going to tell yourself that you're depressed. Or, yeah, Instagram just depresses me because you get on there, I just go on there scrolling them. Because is Instagram depressing or you? Let's let's curve the conversation to you. Hold on, wait, because you know what, Terrence? Before you leave that, some, I think, I wish... I can't delete my socials because of what I do. You can you control how you, you can control, control yourself my use, I can control my usage for sure. But I love the fact that people can leave Instagram for three months and come back. I don't think it's Imagine never over how much, how much shit they getting done in that three months they left or I don't, in that month they left. I don't think it's nothing wrong with that, but I think you should just not delete the apps off your phone and just not get on your phone. Man, that shit tough. That's you got, real you got to silence all notifications. Because them little things that pop down and this person showed up, this person posted a reel in a long time. Like, it's hella shit. I feel like you need that. And just don't click it. Terrence. Yeah. That's a real. You, you would not have had the discipline that you had to say no to sweets if I didn't have mad temptation in front of you for you to keep saying no to. You literally, if you never saw sweets, how can you really say you ridded yourself of sweets? You just was never around them. That's like people saying... You know what? You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like removing yourself from something doesn't necessarily mean that you overcame it. You just removed yourself from it because you couldn't handle it. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. You never, you're not standing in the kitchen. You, you actually left the kitchen. So now you can't talk shit about how you, uh, about how you can take the heat. Not about you can take the you heat. You got away from the heat. Yeah, or, or no, that you can take the heat. Oh, I can take the heat because, yeah, you know, I just step out of the kitchen and then come back. Oh, no, you can't take the heat then because you're leaving the kitchen when it gets too hot. And then you just come back, but only to get hot again, you'll leave again. That's why I'm saying for real, for real, you don't want to have to leave social media. My, my thoughts are this is going to be the shit that you're going to tell your kids, damn, all y'all fucking do is that. And you're going to want to be in front of it. We got to a point where we was way in front of social media for mom and dad. I had Tumblr. I had Bebo. We started I could on see Bebo. anything that yep. I want to do, whatever I wanted, at a certain point. Oh, and under my Tumblr parents. kids was, yeah. Look, under my parent radar. Yeah. So going forward, I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna look at social media and say, all right, the fix is about to die. The Gymshark app. Yes, sir. No, they had an app. All right, go ahead, niggas tripping. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my thing is. I feel like I, you have to overcome your social media anxiety. You got to be able to get on social media. Some people be like, I don't like getting on social media. I keep seeing nothing but, I'm seeing nothing but drama, nothing but drama. I said, do you know you can get on your, see, you can get on your social media and see nothing but flowers? You actually have actual control of that. 
If you want to get on your social media and see only art and paint, you can do that. You can't control yourself. You can easily mute or unfollow the shade room, but you won't. You know? You go to shade room, scroll shade room for, my, for an hour, and then you blame Instagram. This shit's so fucking drunk. This shit's so fucking toxic. You're toxic. <laughs> you just sat there and scrolled it. You could have sat there and scrolled through. That's what I be telling myself. I'm sitting in here, I'm wondering what to watch. I'm like, damn, you could watch some shit that'll improve you, but you're not gonna do that. So I'm not gonna sit here and make excuses about, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I, that's some real shit. It's like, I'm it's not like gonna- Self-discipline self is the- To me, that's gonna get you far. How long y'all wanna battle social media before you start to win? Y'all still battling if you can stay and scroll your timeline. You need to get to a point where you're gonna be posting. <laughs> we need you posting, 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 and that's where I'm trying to get to. Like, posting. I feel like I've built my discipline to not sit mm -hmm. on shade room and stuff like that, but I don't have that discipline to keep posting, posting. Y'all see the Mallory Bros page, got the, the reels yep. on it, but not my actual joint. I don't mean to rap. I'm rapping. My bad. No, you straight because you're actually saying some real shit. Self-discipline is so important, and I think self-accountability yeah. is something that you truly got to learn. Some people say that I hold myself too accountable in certain situations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do that like T, like some of the relationships over the past couple months, month and a half that I've mended were because I was holding myself accountable in a situation that originally I thought I did have no fault in, fault in at all. You know what I'm saying? And so and that is the same thing. You got to hold yourself accountable. I always tell people, stop looking out of the window and look in the mirror. It's the same fucking thing. I'm telling you. But that's like, that's a, that's a, a cool thing because honestly, I was just getting ready. Look, I was like, nah, Terrence. You social just gotta delete it off your phone. But the dopest, the real social media break is leaving that shit on your phone, and then you're, you're it's like the mental break is you. Mm -hmm. And you make a good point because you technically don't have to delete the stuff. You can just unfollow all of that bullshit for a little while, and you can come back to it. Right. It's like almost like we feel like we literally can't. Can I just say one real quick thing? For sure. If you had a if you had a buffet style place where they're fixing the food right in front of you, whether it's Pan Express, Chipotle, uh, Cava. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And pizza. Type. Yeah. Don't reach over the glass. Somebody, some of y'all need to hear that. Stop reaching over the fucking glass and pointing. Are you, are you not thinking about how shit could fall off your hand? We don't know where your fingers been. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers dropping bacteria and viruses and all of that shit in there. I said, I got a platform. I'm getting on here and saying it. Stop fucking reaching over the counter, bro. People are watching you. It's not a good look. Stop being a pussy and tell Tell the, tell the person. Hey, can you stop reaching over shit? Your dirty ass hands, we don't even know what fucking car you got of. No bullshit. We don't know what the fuck coming, coming off your fingers. We don't know what's on your steering wheel, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got, though. <laughs> Look, all right, that's it for the podcast, y'all. That's it, y'all. <laughs> but, um, finale. did you want to talk about, um, oh, you know what? I had an Uber fat. Okay. I got Tech Corner, too, if you want to get into that. Bet. Let's do it. Tech Corner. I, I got it first. This isn't even tech, but um, it is. No, it's not tech corner. I got a, I got a tech corner fact, though. Well, it's tech corner. All right, we got tech corner. Look. Turn up, man. Tech corner, we back. Mm. People, were saying they miss tech, people were saying they missed tech corner, too, so. Tech, I, I be trying to tell people that tech corner not an every week thing. And then as soon as I say that, somebody be like, damn, why the fuck y'all never do tech corner no more? I'm like, damn. <laughs> All right. It's a sometimey thing. Sometimes we have too much of a good time on this joint. No bullshit. But look, this is my tech corner fact only. Uh, Pornhub is still available to fully use in Russia. Did you see? Did you hear about that? 
Pornhub is still available to fully use in Russia. Is Pornhub ran by U.S.? Nah, US I don't know who they are. They ran by a subsidiary of something. I don't know. Yeah. They were supposed to cut out, and they said, fuck that bullshit. Come to our platform. Or I, I don't know if it was X videos or somebody that said, we ain't streaming out there. And they said, fuck it, we, we live. And that's crazy because everybody's been pulling away uh, all of their Russia shit. Yeah. Amazon. No, not Amazon. Uh... I think Apple stopped stopped its sales in Russia. Um, a lot of people. I'm not gonna say. I don't know. I don't remember everybody. I just know a lot of people cut off a lot of business streaming out there. streaming and business and stuff like that to Russia. Yeah. Damn. I guess so. some people saying fuck it. Yeah. We're keeping it going. Tech corner. We back. We got a got a little bit in here. Uh, Twitter is adding a podcast tab. I don't know if y'all saw that. I but saw that. That's speaking to the growth of what we do. I felt mm-hmm. like if you don't have a podcast right now, it's never too late to start. Right. Even if you're making it for just your friends and family, they're getting ready to make it easier for y'all to show off and promote your podcast. You're starting to see it. Like, we blessed to say that we, we got 90 weeks, but right. for real, for real, this is still just the beginning. Right. 100%. And just the same way y'all see Twitter with spaces, imagine if you could go to just a little microphone and it would be everybody's podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be so dope. That would actually be dope because, look, you can use it or not. Some of y'all get on Twitter right now and don't use spaces at all. Right. But if you value it, it needs to be there. Right. It's almost like McDonald's adding a... I'm sorry. It's almost like uh, Chick-fil-A adding a burger on there. Everybody would be like, what the fuck? I thought they only do chicken, but guess what? That burger would really only bring more business, more traffic. It would only be more better. Niggas would talk about it. Right. And then I, I think it goes without saying. I learned this from my boy Don Sell. Shout out to him, Generation Typo. He had a fashion show this weekend. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. Shout um, out Don Sell. That was beautiful, bro. Dope. It was amazing, mm-hmm. man. Um, but one thing I learned from him, one thing I, I took from him is he was like, bro, when you see these big corporations start doing shit, really think about the scale of what it is. And listen to all of the people that are saying, don't do it. Or, oh, I don't know what the fuck this is. Oh, fuck that. But there's millionaires behind it. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about TV, they don't have a television tab on it, on uh, on Twitter. Remember when we was, or I mean, even on YouTube. Remember when we was like, they should have like a movie tab or a yeah, TV like a tab, tab where it shows movie videos. They have like the movies you can stream and watch. But even Twitter, like for Twitter to announce a podcast tab, that well, that should just let you know how far the medium is coming and uh, has come and where it's going. Right. Like there's gonna be a lot of things now, and I was telling uh, I don't forget I was telling this. But there's a lot of people that used to listen to music in the shower, used to listen to music in the gym, even me. I used to listen to music in the shower, music in the gym, music on a road trip. Now, I listen to the podcast, and ever since I got the the noise-canceling headphones, I listen to a podcast in the gym, because I don't got to hear all the huffing and puffing around me through the the talking. Yeah. I'll do that. And so, yeah, one of my goals for the end of the year is to become like one of those, like, Everyday, not everyday vloggers, but like one of those weekly vloggers where people are like, yo, I can't wait for y'all niggas to upload a video because it's how I pass my time. I know y'all be wanting me and Trey to do mad music videos and stuff like that. And we definitely can keeping that going. We're getting right back to it. Yeah. Um, big drop coming for the uh Realists now. Oh my goodness, so dope. And we got yep. more. But I also want to have that angle. I mean, just even kind of talking with us. For sure. I want to have that. That angle on YouTube, that's a every week. People always can just check in and we just cool in it type shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's something that I, that's a goal of mine because I felt like that's necessary. 100. 
Nah, for sure. And people never, that's something that will never die. Lifestyle. I, yeah. And I feel like there's not a lot of dudes out here vlogging for real. That's true, fellas. Hey, somebody can start a channel today. I would, if it was just a dude that just chilled, just was just cooling it, you know, he might show his family every now and then. I used to watch niggas' vlog videos and like, fellas, you all try to watch girl vlogs and then you just can't stop thinking with your shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why don't she, why don't she, uh, why don't she, you know, it's like, all right, fuck this shit. I, what am I watching? I, you know, like, she trying, you know, I, I was like, fuck this. No, I'd that's, rather no, watch that's a dude, funny shit. Yeah. Because you can then pick up on the shit that he doing. I said, you know what? We can learn something. And you know what, fellas? Sometimes, you know, we be trying to be tough. Yeah. But this is a place we can be vulnerable and say that would actually be dope for a lot of fellas. Yeah. And you know, we can, we've been that for, for a lot of people when we, we were doing our vlogs. I want to be more of it, more of a front forefront. Like, I don't think that we have that much to offer, but I do know that I'm willing. Mm -hmm. Nah, which I need to you tell know? this man, Terrence, is not everything has to be a fucking production perfect. We could put out some simple vlogs, but Terrence want to do a motherfucking smash bang. I might just be quiet. We just got to let niggas take say what they want. Take it. <laughs> take it. Pause. <laughs> yeah, that, now that's pause. <laughs> Look, never speak to me that way ever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, crazy Uber fact. Did you know? Okay, because we're still in the tech corner. Wow, sorry. This is not tech. Well, this is some high tech tech shit. Future, Hendrix. I still got other tech corner shit, though. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. You can say yours is tech, right? It's not tech at all. It has something to do with the universe. So it's not like Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. <laughs> All right, look, uh, just two things more in the tech corner. AMC is currently charging more for the tickets for Batman than any other movie. Um, Why? And they were just kind of talking about how this is the kind of like the, the plan for AMC going forward. The AMC owner came out and said, there's no place else that you can buy tickets where they're not charging you based on like the value of your seat. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. You want closer seats, closer tickets? You know what I'm saying? Normally you have to pay more. Nah, so, that's true. They were basically talking about how they've been doing it for a long time in European theaters. Um, and they made the, the decision to start slowly bringing that to the U.S. Because, I mean, it's going to help them because they said it's really they're just trying to take advantage for people who are getting more uh, movies that have more of a buzz. Like right now they had Batman playing for the new Batman. Shout out to the new Batman. That's about to be dope. The reviews are I crazy. I can't wait to see it. I don't know why I'm bullshitting. Can't wait. But right now, Batman is $14, where other shows are coming in 13 and 12 So it's not ridiculous, okay. yeah. but I totally I understand it. and respect it. I don't know? mind it at all. I, don't, I get it. I think um, when you think about the pandemic and what it did to a bunch of theaters, Bowtie, Regal Cinemas, Bowtie Cinemas, it's not a lot of those out there. When it's an AMC, it's an AMC somewhere. And they can mobilize their premium and their basic membership like yo yeah it's extra but if you pay for the monthly and you do want to go to the movies every month right there's avenues where you don't got to worry about inflation of these tickets right but look we seeing inflation in movie tickets right and you know what you could become a stubs member yeah and if they did something where if you become a stubs member now they're getting subscription fees you should be able to get a oh they See? already have that set up they already have it set up and yep. and y'all don't forget nfts is about access it's about access like these, the little monkey with the hat on or whatever, that's like surface level NFTs. But like a lot of these companies are gonna be like, yo, NFT that you can buy AMC and now you get to go to the movies for whatever price because it's about access. Oh, okay, yeah. So there's a, I was talking to my boy Don about that too. Fire. We need to get more into that season three, more into the real shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
Um, last but not least in the tech corner, Amazon, I don't know if y'all know, bought Whole Foods back in 2017. So if you see Whole Foods, that is an Amazon wow. uh, establishment. Uh, believe it or not, in our hometown right here in Washington, D.C., Amazon just opened their first cashierless uh, Whole Foods in D.C. Wow. Cashierless. And it's a real self, it's really focused on self-service. You walk in and get your own shit. Go yep. to the, you know what I'm saying? But there's people that work there, but they opened it one soon in LA. And I felt like, one, crazy, I didn't even know Amazon owned Whole Foods. Because mm-hmm. Whole Foods is so great. Yep. Uh, just a beautiful market. Just a beautiful market just to own. I mean, yeah. like, imagine Amazon owning Giant. Is there a Whole Foods near us? DC. DC and VA. No, I mean, just like a Whole Foods, period. Not one. We don't have no Whole Foods out here. No. We got a mom's market out here that's the closest thing to Whole Foods, but uh, we don't have a Whole Foods out here. Yeah. We need a fucking Wegmans. Man, if they Wegmans? put a Whole Foods out here, it would be anything that they put out here would, would pop. Because yeah. there's nothing out here for real. Me and Terrell live in the middle of nowhere, y'all. Yep. Um, but what I will say about that is Amazon's been operating Amazon. I don't know if you, anybody know about Amazon Fresh. They have Amazon Freshes everywhere. Not everywhere, but in a bunch of major cities. Mm-hmm. You know, because when we used to work, we used to talk about this. But on an Amazon Fresh joint, you go in that joint with your phone and you scan shit in your cart. Same way we do at like Sam's or Costco where you can do the, uh, the scan and go. Yeah. It's literally just, imagine a store that was only scan and go. It's just like that. See? And, and that's kind of how... This Whole Foods is. And I only really brought it up to say, cashierless, y'all. So, mm-hmm. I remember we used to talk about, damn, one day they, one day they ain't going to need us. Hey, look, that yeah. day is not very far away at all. It's Your not. job could be low-key on the line right now. <laughs> Terrence said that some real shit, one day, randomly, we were sitting on the couch. He was like, uh, when you go to Chick-fil-A and that person come up to your car with that little tablet, who's more important, the person or the tablet? Right. And who? And what's real? It's that motherfucking tablet. It's the tablet. Because when you think about it, what if they just eliminate this person and now you can pull up to like six windows in order? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just, that's going to, that's going to go away. That's a machine that controls itself. And now I can pay kitchen staff and I don't have to pay y'all to work hourly. Right. You know how much money I'm going to save? Literally, people can just come up, touch screen, touch screen. I want this. I want this. I want this. And it's how much, okay, look, we all got Apple Pay and contactless pay now. So do they have to put a fucking card swiper out there? No. Mm-hmm. Not in the future. You're just going to be able to Apple Pay, bring, and now you're going to pull around. Or even the screen can say, you can go next because the car, you know what I'm saying? Right. Follow the car next to you. They can manufacture this shit. So guess what? They don't need you. They're not going to, the world is not moving towards you. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And then think about this. Um, they said the same thing. Like, if we just, even if we just use a Chick-fil-A example. Chick-fil-A on average, let's say average, 25 people working. Let's just call it 25 people working. Yeah. At a random, every day. At the base, everybody makes at least $20,000 a year. That's 500 grand a year. That you could save if we get rid of everybody out there. You know what I'm saying? We get rid of if we get rid of this staff. Yeah. I can save 500 grand. Over 20 Chick-fil-A's, that's like 12 million dollars. And that's only 20 Chick-fil-A's. So if you don't think these companies are thinking about that, people that have call center jobs, 
You know how you call and it's like, I can help you. You'd be like representative and they'd be like, tell me what you need first. Like, yeah. At a, at a certain point. Yeah. We don't need that many representatives because for real, for a shorty on the phone can handle half of the biz. Y'all don't think Teresa in here look like Victor Sweet? <laughs> <laughs> Dogs got to eat, right? <laughs> eat, dog, eat. <laughs> this nigga in here looking like Victor Sweet. <laughs> Victor Sweet. That's my man. A.K.A. Chiwetel. He ain't never had this four one. brothers. He had on the mink. If I was if I was Victor Sweet with the mink, you look like Victor Sweet. Terrell looked like Victor Sweet. You know what he also looked like? You remember y'all remember uh, Iron Giant? Remember Hogarth was drinking the hot chocolate? You look Man. like the hot. You look like hot chocolate right here with this with this on. Okay, boy, like who you look like? Nigga look like a cocoa leaf or a cocoa something cocoa. Speaking of Iron Giant, that's who you look like. Ding. <laughs> Big scary ass <laughs> nigga. Big dent head ass. <laughs> that nigga hurt himself. <laughs> But uh, to close out Tech Corner, Apple event, March 8th, they just announced, 10 a.m. I seen, and they getting um, ready to introduce more SE phones, I bet. Watch. I don't know, man. I don't know. Just when I be like, ah, I don't need to buy anything else. Right. <laughs> they, they always come with some more shit, so we'll see. Hey, look, and last but not least in Tech Corner, we got to walk back our take on the, on the stem player. You have to walk back your take. I don't know shit about them things. I was wrong as hell. I thought it was just a player where you could just do those dope things. Uh, features and isolate different elements of the song with just the player. I had no idea that you could actually take that joint and actually, I think somebody said it has Bluetooth capability where you could stream that joint and play it on your own speakers. Yeah. That actually changed the game for me. I actually do want it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and walk back that. Uh, and it just goes to show y'all, learn from me, do your research a little bit more before you just kind of take what you saw on the TL. Because for real, for real, all I saw were videos of people using them on the TL yeah, and I thought that's all it does. Okay, you know I didn't have that Best Buy manual or that that attitude with somebody that's explaining to you the details. Yeah, which I feel like would help Kanye if he had just like a video that said, "This is the stem player. It can do this. You can do this. It does this." There's people that have that. YouTube videos, like people that bought it, and yeah. at his shows they were doing like demos. Damn yeah, see I just been so, kind of off the grid, 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 but it's all good. We getting back. Shout out to the stem player and Kanye. Yeah, try to. Uh, hey, look, and shout out Tech Corner. We yeah, out. shout out Tech Corner. That dope Tech Corner. Nice. This week. Um, Uber fact. This is just some random shit just to let you know how insignificant, just to let us know how insignificant we all really are. Um, Terrence. Yeah. Did you know the Milky Way, they say, is so large that it would take between 100,000 and 160,000 years to cross its diameter if you were traveling at the speed of light? Which is the fastest way you can travel? I'm going to keep it 100, Terrell. I don't give a damn. I know, but think about that. Think about that. It would take you 100,000 years to cross the entire Milky Way. Okay. And then scientists estimate that our galaxy is just one of two trillion in the observable universe. Meaning what we can see. That's, yeah. I believe that. Do I don't think that there's a bunch of... So my next question is, do you believe in aliens? Yeah, 100%. I do too. Like, I be thinking about how I believe in aliens because there's a certain level of this world that we can't reach, but we know we can't reach it. We yeah. can take a spaceship and just go straight, but we know for a certain amount of time, we're going to have to turn this thing around because we can't get too right. far. The fact that we haven't traveled and discovered everything there is, I always think, all right, yeah, there's something right. out there. There's like 70% of the ocean that we haven't even seen. That's where all the aliens probably are. 
Terrence, you know what an alien is, fool? How you know that they come from... Terrence. Look, we always think they're going to come from this way. How we know we don't come, they don't come from the, from the water? Because an alien is something that's foreign. Right, but what an if... An alien is something that is from a foreign place. You can, if you go somewhere without citizenship, they'll call you an illegal alien. So how is an alien going to be in your own ocean? Because my thing is this. We ain't been here. You thinking about like UFOs, like unified... No, not no. You thinking about that's an unidentified object. You thinking nah, about like an alien by like ET definition? Nah, I'm saying there could be an alien sitting in the. There could be an alien that came here fifty year, fifty thousand years ago or some shit, lifeless. I got a whole different lifespan than y'all niggas on some Viltrum shit. Like I'm a Vil, I'm Viltrumite. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? On some, I've living for thousands of whatever under the water. And guess who haven't discovered all of the water? We only discovered 30%, right? Yep. 70% of the ocean we haven't discovered. It could be an alien just over there chilling. Somebody fuck around and drop a rock and, you know what I'm saying, in the wrong place. And that joint comes from the ocean on some Godzilla shit. Is Godzilla not an alien? We, we'll have mutated. It's you know mutation. what I'm saying? He can, re, he can shoot up and go all the way to the moon, right? He's an alien. But that motherfucker gonna go right back to that water when he done breaking up y'all city. <laughs> no bullshit. He going right back to the water. That's why I'm like, you know what? It could be aliens in the sky, but low key, what if we all look in here and then when we look here, that motherfucker right there? <laughs> no bullshit. Because it was in the water. 70%. It's always been in front of us. The me. ocean is the scariest fucking thing to me, bro. It is. I was looking at this TikTok with this dude was like, this is what my job looks like in the day. He was on like a ship. And then at night he can't. You just can't, can't see, anything. see anything. Did you see the video of DJ Khaled riding a jet ski in the dark? No. If y'all want to watch hilarious. the funniest video ever, he just he says dark as shit outside, something like that. Just keep going. Just the goal is keep going. <laughs> he said, if I didn't have the flashlight on my phone, it would be pitch black. <laughs> Honestly, that would be scary as shit, What though. the fuck is he doing out there? <laughs> I don't know. He, I guess he waited too late. Was in the middle of the ocean. I didn't want a jet That's ski. terrifying to me, That's bro. terrifying to me, too. Because what if I fall in the water? Then I got to try to find the jet ski. Oh! Oh, terrifying! No! Yeah. Terrifying, bro. Look, you put the water. You finally get your, your, your Wilson and you looking for the jet ski. You see a fin or a shark fin. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and lock my phone and die. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Hey, but you know what, bro? I'm also kind of leaning to the side of dinosaurs never existed. Didn't you have some dope podcast type Terrence, questions? This is like, the shit motherfuckers want here. Nah, low key, I wanted to do them joints for the finale. Them joints we, you we had. We can do it. This nigga's talking about dinosaurs. Them thumbs down the thing. You know, what people doing like shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, bet you're right. No, I y'all don't want to hear what he prepared. Hey, Let's talk about this. He ruined it for y'all. Go ahead, look. Go ahead, I will tell, tell y'all. Dinosaurs had fur. Think about Big Bird. Terrence, dinosaur. That was low key supposed to be what y'all like what dinosaurs look like. Remember Big Bird from Sesame Street? Yeah. Yeah. Dinosaur, uh, to me, dinosaurs, I don't think dinosaurs ever existed. I'm leaning towards that, bro. Some y'all, I know it sounds ridiculous because we grew up watching, if you want to learn more about Dragon Tales or all that bullshit that had dinosaurs in it. We grew up on Dinosaur Land before time. You grew up on Jurassic Park, Isla Sorna, all of that. Cool. Just go look at, just search did dinosaurs ever exist and just watch the first three videos you see. I'm just saying. Whatever. That's I, it. 
We're not, I, a, we're, not a, we're not a fossil podcast. You look like a fossil. You boy. are dressed just like the girl from Jurassic Park. You look like you about to go look for fossils. Okay, fossils what you like look shit. like, boy? Raptor you look like head. you need to be dusted off. You look like a fossil that they just found, like shit, boy. You just need to, you just need that brush that they use to chisel off. Uh, who are they gonna call? Doctor, Doctor Walker or whoever. <laughs> For your ass. That's what you look like. You look like the little, you don't even look like a real dinosaur. You look like the little ones that move in a pack that ate that dude over the log. That's what you look like. You look like the drink from, uh, what's the drink with the long neck? Y'all, t- y'all uh, can't tell me Terrence don't look like a raptor. He looks just like a raptor. You look like, you know what you look like? You look like the, uh, what's the name of that drink that, that flies? Pterodactyl? Nah, not that one. The other one. See, it's other ones. <laughs> <laughs> not the famous one. You look like one of them other weird looking joints. <laughs> All right, but I um, oh, you know what, Terrence? Real quick, I had a uh some real quick advice that I wanted to talk about because it was just something that I felt like you could give some good advice. Okay, shout out to my boy Jalen. It says um huge fan of the channel X Y Z. It says I recently moved to Phoenix and asking for advice on meeting girls. He said I'm here by myself at 23. Shout out to you um doing your own thing. Um, he said, you listening? Yes. He says, I wouldn't describe myself as shy, but definitely more so reserved. Not typically the type to start a conversation with someone, if that makes sense. He put, I've also been going to a new gym and I see girls that I find attractive, but don't want to be that guy and approach girls that are working out. How would you approach this? I said, I go, I got the perfect name for this. This nigga's perfect (laughs) name for him not. I think he's out there by himself. So that is different because you don't really have like a friend group. You could be like, bet let's let's go out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he's also seeing these he's seeing these uh joints at the gym. But you don't want to be that guy, and I know how that is. There's a couple things that I feel like he need to do. First off, you dolo, you need to shoot your shot. You ain't got nothing to lose. You dolo. So you see opportunities. I feel like you should take them. I think the shitty part about being from an area is you start, you just live in that area and you know, and people know you and like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You just got, you just be a little bit more careful about you move. But I always have wanted to just go to, I would love to go to a different state and start over my whole life. I would love to just go to Dakota, North Dakota, South uh-huh. Dakota. They don't know me and just be another dude out there and just have a whole new whatever. But what I'll tell you, bro, to think about is nobody knows you. So nobody can say that you're this guy. You, you literally can be whoever you want to be. Nobody said, oh, I went to school with that nigga. He whack. Well, he shy. He, he, yeah. yeah. You literally are, you can be your own person. So that should give you a little string of confidence. But for real, for as far as girls in the gym, y'all should know that going up to girls in the gym is not, it's going, you're just going to get on her immediate nerves. You're going to get on her nerves immediately. If you go up to a girl in the gym and do one of these numbers, excuse me, I know you working out. I know you working out. I know you... I'm letting you know right now she's going to be sick as fuck. You better be offering her. You better be letting her know that she dropped her headphone. You better be letting her know that you got to offer her some shit. Otherwise, she's going to be like. Yeah, that's true. Because it, all, it, it already is a lot. I mean, you got to think when you in an environment with all them other dudes, I, I feel like I understand exactly how women feel. So yeah. It's a bunch of toxic niggas out there that probably already done ruined it for you too. So it ain't like. Yeah. I think the way that you will stand out amongst other niggas in the gym is just worry about yourself. Feel me? Yeah. I feel like worry about yourself. Even though it may be bad joints in there, worry about yourself. 
but then put yourself in the open. This is my advice. All y'all niggas want geek over this one girl, I'm going to go right around her and show her deliberately that I don't give a fuck about her, period. That's the first thing that, I w that I'm going to do. Everybody in here is geeking over her? Bet. She about the 30s? I'm about to go get the 35s. I go right over to the 35s. Excuse me real quick. Or I might even say nothing. Get the 35s. I might stand right there and look at something just so I know that she sees me. And I'm going to stop. Guess what? She can see me and not give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about it or whatever. That was a second of my life and it's gone. But that's always my first step. To really show you, I don't give a fuck about you for real at all. <laughs> at all. And then, it's not that I don't. But it's just to show you that, like, trust me, y'all don't realize how that one small move is going to make you stand out amongst all these other niggas that's over there like this. Yeah. All these other niggas that's over there geeking and she, she sees all these, and you just doing your thing, you already setting yourself aside. The way that you're going to go about getting and actually talking to shorties is, is all up to God and how he laid the cards for you and also how you play it. But my advice is that. Be about yourself, go to the gym, and let the cards fall in front of you. Because for real, for real, mm -hmm. you can plan shit, but you still got to let it fall in front of you. I feel like if, unless you want to just go up and, and be that guy, he said he don't want to be that guy. The way you do it, worry about yourself in the gym. And you try to, you try to catch these girls when they leaving, when they, when they outside, yeah. if you're in the gym. Yep. But other than that, he need to hit the scene. He need to be going out. This will, you need to be, you know what I'm saying? This is what I'll say, too. Um, it's 2022. So if you really are trying to date, like, my advice would be take advantage of these dating apps, bro. It sounds like a corny thing. That's another thing to you. But Hinge, Tinder, whatever you want to use. And the only reason why I say that is because you're in a new environment. Yeah. This is an easy way for you to see who's trying to date yeah. around you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or who's, who's looking for somebody you know what I'm saying? And go on a few dates. And you'll be surprised who you'll find right. on them joints. You'll fuck around and see somebody from the gym. You, or you might see ah, somebody from, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I would do that, go on some dates. You could be strategic, bro. These joints in the gym, you could go up to them and get their get they IG or some. You could figure some shit out. You could. You could be a, you, you could. Boy, you're going to look like a creep at first, but you can overcome that. Nah, like, you she got, might you put you in the bucket with everybody else. That come up oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You just got to come up out of that. Or catch I, you in the parking lot. I'm actually kind of envious. That's dope. My man out there in a new situation, young, 23, probably got some money behind him. Man, let me tell you. I don't know how much you know about Arizona, but I have two of my childhood friends live in uh, New Mexico, and they go to Arizona. And Arizona is full of beautiful women. So, But um, being that it's our season finale, uh, a couple questions that came up were that just are, are, like, are about us. Mm-hmm. Number one would be, whose idea was it to start the podcast? Keep it 100. I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that you can tell somebody that they had a, either of us had an idea. We both kind of collectively said that we should start a podcast. Terrell, I don't think that you said, hey, Terrence, we should start a podcast, and you came to me with an idea. That's what you're going to try to make it seem like, but you didn't. I think we both agreed and we both fucked with podcasts. And when it came time for us to do a podcast, it was more like a collective thing. Like, you know what? We should. I feel like if you That's go to... side. I personally feel like if you go to somebody with an idea that they already had in their mind and y'all collectively build it together, 
You can't say, oh, I thought of it in my head before him. Why even do that to yourself? Nah, that's not the case. Well, the way I remember it, I remember telling Terrence that we should start a podcast and he agreed, but it was almost like a, yeah, that'll be dope type thing. But we never pushed a button on it until the, the pandemic came and I just ordered all of the shit. Terrell had more money than me at that time. So as much as I wanted to do that, at that time I couldn't. So when he basically got off of his fucking Best Buy horse and decided that he didn't want to work because it was the pandemic, then he decided to push the button on some shit. I didn't decide it didn't want to for work. For real, for real. Loud and wrong. I had been talking about it for a minute. I, I had been that. talking about it for a minute. We pushed it back, pushed it back. All of a sudden, this nigga woke up and said, yeah, last night I bought two mics and I bought a recorder. I bought the recorder. I bought the XLR cables. I bought everything. But look, now he's trying to tell me it that. It was he, not because I was trying to tell me it was his working. idea, though. Look at him trying to tell me it's his idea, y'all. I'm not going to, I don't give a damn what he say. I feel like I was the original, but we, we both, we both started. Terrell definitely bought the two mics that we used to get started. And it wasn't like he spent bread. Maybe he spent $200 on the mics. $400. Because you spent $200 on the mics, but then I had to buy that little recorder that was trash. Well, that's what I meant. On the mics, it was $200 oh, and yeah. then mm -hmm. $400 maybe. I mean, come on, Terrell, give it up. What did you buy? You bought two. I bought two mic. I bought the two mics that came with the mic stands, and they came with the um, these mic stands. These are the same. These mic stands. Yep. Oh damn. Uh, um, but they came with the mic stands, and they came with the XLR cables. I had to buy the recorder, and the headphones separate, and I had to use a headphone amp. So, um, all of that, I bought a cheap package. It was like four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. See, y'all can definitely get y'all pot and on put a cheap. It's not gonna be too much. It's just. Simple setup, Terrell bought the mics, recorder. We was right in my room right there. No yep. visual. We were sitting at that ugly-ass table. I got a video of it, of course. Uh, and we were trying to put out. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's some good, that's some good stuff that somebody might want to see. But uh, somebody said, what does it take to get off the ground? We Honestly. got our own genius joint. Yeah, for sure. That ass, though. We got some ugly moments, too, that y'all mm -hmm. might want to see. Yeah. Uh, with this nigga Tan, we was going back and forth. Nah, Bad. for real. I about to say, I, Terrell is, me and Terrell have gone back, Terrell knows we've gone back and forth right here. I mean, we about to cut this out. I mean, y'all have seen us sitting there like this, but we was just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, going crazy. It's nuts. And that's for real. That's some, that's some wild that's shit. That's been me and Terrell our whole life, though. Even when we was in school, me and Terrell be yelling at each other on a set. And the whole fucking crew would be like, guys, it's not that serious, but like. It's not that serious. It's uh -huh. not. And we would be like, yo, it's really not that big of a deal. But other people just don't get it. I thought he was getting ready to... I'm you like, he's crazy? not getting ready to do anything. People that have been around us for a long time get it like... Like, uh, if you had been around us for a long time, you'd be like, nah, this is just what they do. Yeah, you're right. Like, Ashton would be like, nah, this is what they do. Yeah, you're right. I, I had to I learn. I created what these niggas before. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking stupid. It's just a belly... Call it in the belly of the beast. I escape. A nigga never had a job. Nigga that had several jobs. Scott Boris, you over, baby. Robinson Cano, you coming with me. <laughs> he was that Rock Nation sport. <laughs> he was talking this shit. He was shit. going crazy. <laughs> but yeah, bro. But um, last question I had for you really would be um, the probably the biggest thing was somebody said, well, what advice would y'all have for creatives or people looking to get a creative platform off the ground in 2022? Like, what do you think is absolutely necessary for somebody who, whether they want to update Instagram, start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, what do you think? 
are some characteristics that are absolutely necessary? I think my advice is to try to be as different as, as, as you can. Let me just start over. My advice would be to be as different as you can and just try to be as vibrant as you can and just try to stick out. Because these days, I mean, that's the name of the game. People are, if you blend in, like what I'm getting sick and fucking tired of seeing is everybody's fucking morning routine on Instagram. I mean, I know we talked about this, but these days, y'all niggas are not doing anything in the morning. This is not a morning routine. You're sleeping. Then you wake up. Then you fix your bed. Then there's a clear cup. And then you're pouring some juice in it. Then you're sitting down reading. That's not a morning fucking routine. I don't give a fuck. You just woke up and read a book. <laughs> Even if you do that every single morning, to me, it's not a morning routine for real. And then look at these niggas when they do it. Look, I can't stand you niggas. <laughs> I swear to God, I cannot stand you niggas that do the morning routine videos because all of you are the same type of nigga. You know yeah. what I mean? I swear to God, I cannot do this shit. I'm sorry, y'all. But anyway, I say just be different as fuck. So many people these days are doing the same exact thing. Even when, even like what us in like the reactions. You know what I'm saying? Me and Terrell did a reaction last night, and I'm like, damn, like this shit feel different as uh -huh. hell. But like, it's just so oversaturated now. So my advice to you: instead of starting a YouTube channel or a podcast or a TikTok or even an Instagram or any type of media page or Patreon, instead of doing something that's already out there and trying to put yours on the shelf next to it, try to put something different on the shelf. That's what I'll say. Instead of you saying, oh, you know what? I fuck with Skittles. I'm going to make my own type of Skittles and then sell them right next to the actual Skittles. And now people are saying, you know what? I can fuck with his shit or a different version of his shit, which is your shit. You never want that. You know, you know what I'm saying? But that's kind of tough because it's tough to do something completely original. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's why I said you're right about being different. Like, Just be different as possible. If you're going to do reactions, you need to focus primarily on what's different about yours versus what's already out. Not that you can't do reactions. Right. Or you can't vlog or you can't. It's just... Damn, is this coming through? No, you straight. Right. Or you, it's just that... I'm sorry, not that you can't vlog or you can't do reactions or some of the same content that's out there. Just if you are going to do it, you need to get a viewpoint of what the landscape looks like and try to say, all right, this is where I'm going to fit in here and be different. Right. All the Power Rangers didn't wear the same color for a reason. They was all built different. They all had different abilities. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That's not me trying to find a, you know how niggas try to say shit? That's uh -huh. just the easiest example I can give you. Like, stand out. Nah, for sure. Don't come out here with burgundy on. We already got a red. Now you out here and we don't know which one is the red. Right. Or you clearly look like an off red. Yeah. You're clearly an you extra. You don't look burgundy. You look off red. And now when we see you, we say, damn, that's just like the red one. Oh, no, that's not red. See? This is what we're doing when we see you and your shit. Oh, you know who that is? That's. Oh, oh, that's not. We thinking about whoever you right. remind us of. Yep. Try not to be that. Look, next I question. Say, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> I would say if you are going to do, I, I think it's super tough to be, to, especially there's a lot of people that, like, if you're a girl and you like makeup and you want to do makeup videos, yeah, the game is so saturated, but like Terrence said, if you could bring something different to your videos, that's the primary focus. I think what people do is they rush and they make a YouTube account, and they're like, so everybody go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Zero videos you know up there. No videos, 
not even an idea or concept of what you want to do. Right. I've fallen victim to that so much. I would put, I would think of an idea for a script, write the title page, post it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. This new project coming soon. Yep. I haven't even fucking got the story done yet. Yep. But um, I think before you jump at a medium, like if you know you want to create a TikTok, cool. But figure out what you want to do first and really give it thought and then run at it. But like Terrence said, the name of the game is to show up different than somebody else. Um, also, you can't be the old head in the room. For my guys that's 27, 26, 28 and up, even if you're in your 30s, we can start looking old now mm-hmm. to these young niggas. So think about your target audience and like who you want your what you want your demographic to be. If you know you're going to be on Instagram and shit, you want to run reviews up, you're going to need a young crowd too. So depending on what you're doing, you could definitely take advantage of the old older algorithm, older art, you know what I'm saying? You can take advantage of the older community. You just got to make sure that your content is geared and targeted towards them. Right. I was thinking about doing like a seminar. Yeah, like also you can't jump into, it's almost like you can't jump, jump, you can't jump into the young person's lane and not aid to the young person. Right. You can't jump out and do video game reviews, but you out here trying to be Talk about Marvin Gaye and you trying to be real old with it and you wondering why niggas can't relate because most of these motherfuckers that's watching your videos right. is young. Even though you're old, people play games. Fuck, that's what we yep. do. Play games. And then lastly, you got to be 100% yourself. Yep. Like, think about your favorite vlogger, your favorite YouTuber. They're not afraid to be ugly on camera. Do they ugly laugh? Uh-huh. Look at you from this angle, this random angle. Show themselves vulnerable as fuck in the morning. You got to be willing to do that because when you're trying to be cute on camera or you look like you're trying not to be, everybody can see it. Mm -hmm. And the way that you're going to overcome and get more confident by posting on social media is to just get more confident being in and on social media. That's why I wanted to bring up the thing with the social media breaks. I feel like you'll build more of a confidence to build and, and, and get out there and do different shit when you just learn how to tolerate the environment. Right. I'm telling you, like, imagine you go to Spoken Word Night or something like that. You're never going to get on stage and actually say your shit as if you can't even just get comfortable just watching other motherfuckers. You sitting there all uncomfortable. Once you get comfortable in the yeah. room, then you're going to work on building the confidence to get up and get on stage. That's right. But I feel like that's what everybody should be going for, bro. I'm, 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 I'm vocal on that. I feel like it's not run away from social media. It's just control yeah. yourself with it because it's too much of a benefit. You know what I'm saying? It is. And you got to, you're right. Put your, I used to, I always say it. Shout out to my boy, uh, Steve-O, that just went to L.A. on a solo trip. Oh, yeah. Put yourself that. in your anxiety. Nigga just put himself in his own anxiety. I'm scared. That I don't really like traveling by myself. I never did it before. Did it. Had the time. It looked like he had the time in his life. I ain't got to talk to him yet. But, but yeah. Um, real quick, though. Wanted to give a birthday shout out. I know we stopped doing birthday shout outs, but birthday shout out to Maya Clips. I don't know if y'all follow Maya Clips. On oh, wow. Yeah, turn up. On Instagram. Her birthday's on the 5th. Look, turning 16. You turned 16? I thought she was wow. like. Wow. I said, what? Wow, she's so young, man. Young and really doing it. And really doing it, so. Yeah, man. Birthday on the 5th or something like that. Hey, look. Shout out, Maya. Happy birthday. Uh, It's your day. You got to eat good on your birthday. I always say that. Eat good. And everybody else, if it's your birthday or or just a a good day, you celebrating somebody. Mm -hmm. Maybe somebody passed on that day or anybody that might got a heavy hit. Eat that meal, dog. Get that meal in. That's right. That good one. 
That's right. And you know, the Maryland crab is coming back in season to we getting oh, close crabs. to getting me a dozen. My family go crazy with the crabs. I be sick of them bitches. Nigga, Terrence will eat crabs. He eat one, one time, I guess, per summer for him. But um, it is the this is the end of season two. Yes, sir. Mally Bros Podcast. We back next week to season three. Season three might look different. Season three might sound different. Season three might be different. We might be in a different place. <laughs> right, I need y'all to be there with us, man. We're going for another 45. Season three, let's turn up. And that means the end of season three will be what episode? From 90. We're going to figure that out when we get there. Maybe 150, 145. That's going to be 135. This nigga's yeah. an idiot. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> man, he's so stupid. But, um, oh, well, I thought you was already playing the drop. I'm, I'm dripping. That's why I put my head down. No, 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 no. I just played it, man. Uh, big shout out to everybody, man. Made it through. 90 weeks consistent. You ain't never seen it. You ain't never seen it. You never seen it, man. 135. Add that up.